This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Is it great or is it great to be talking about the 2017-2018 Blues season? This is The Drop Podcast and I am your host Lance Descat. I am so excited for this season. Uh, you know, with the Blues additions of Braden Shin, uh, I, I think Tarasenko is finally going to have a great center. Nothing against Stasny, but, um, you know, Stasny has played pretty good for the Blues. Uh, you know, he's had some times when he's been injured, but uh, I was expecting a little more out of him. I think he's more of a number two center, to be honest. And uh, Braden Sharon, they're going to play him at center and see how it works. And I think it's going to be great for the Blues players, especially Tarasenko. I think you could see Tarasenko score 50 goals easy. But before we really get a look at the players and what's going on with them, why don't we go ahead and uh, take a look at uh, what just happened in uh, Traverse City. Did you guys see what Tage Thompson did? Oh my God. This guy, six foot five, 200 pounds, he could probably add about another 20, 30 pounds. And he, I mean, he's going to be hard to deal with as a center or a right wing. And I'm really hoping they play him at center. He could be a great play maker. You know, he helped the Blues to a three and one record in the tournament. He led every club's prospects with nine points, guys nine points and the blues themselves were the only team that had four players with five points or more in the tournament. Can you believe that? I mean, Oh my God, five players. Uh, you had Jake Wallman, Kim Costin, Robert Thomas, Adam Musell, and of course, Tage Thompson, uh, you know, great. And Jordan Kyrie played well too, but he got banged up towards the end of the tournament. I'm impressed with all these guys and how they've grown from last year when we seen them at rookie camp and, uh, you know, prospect camp, sorry. And then we uh, seen them come uh, by through uh, the regular camp, the preseason camp. You want to see your young players grow. And I think several of the Blues players have made great strides since last year. They're looking really, really good for this season. I know a lot of people have high expectations. I have high expectations. And like I said earlier, I, I don't know if it's going to get the Blues to a Stanley Cup. But uh, I think Braden Shin's going to add a little bit more to this team. And they recently just re-signed uh, Lindbaum to a one-year contract. And you know, I, I think that's good. I think he's a serviceable player. And the Blues have made a few other moves in the offseason to, you know, to strengthen the fourth line and some of the defense. But... Uh, Overall, I think we're looking at uh, good things from the Blues. Uh, Barbashev, let's get into Ivan Barbashev. Um, this guy really impressed me last year. He looked a little timid his first couple of shifts, but hey, man, you know, you're going to be a little timid. But after that, he got really comfortable. Not a big guy, average height, six foot, about 180, 185 pounds. But he really, really impressed me. I expect some great, great things from him. I I, I just can't uh, say enough about this guy and the other Blues young prospects. 
let's go ahead and uh, uh, you know get to Robbie Fabry. As I stated in the previous podcast, after that horrible injury, Fabry is back, and uh, you know I think the Blues can expect a lot out of him. Let's go ahead and go through uh, some of the players that I think uh, are going to shine for the Blues, and hopefully uh, they can meet my goals of what they can do. I'd like to see about 13 to 15 goals from Barbashev. Berglund, I'd like to see about 20. I know he got uh, more than that last year, but I think I'd be happy with 20. Fabry, uh, 15 to 18 would be great. Uh, that would just be awesome. I think, uh, you know, Payarvi, 10 goals maybe. Uh, Braden Shin, I'd like to see between 28 and 32. I think he's more than capable than that. Uh, Zach Sanford, I think, is going to play a little bit of a bigger role, but I only see about 10 goals from him. Jaden Schwartz, I think we need 25 to 30 goals from him. Sabotka, I think you're going to get about 8 to 12 goals from him. Uh, Stasny, I'd like to see, you know, 20 goals out of, out of, out of uh, uh, Stasny. I think the Blues need that. Steen, after signing the contract last year, we need to see him not be injured, and we need to see, you know, 20, 22 goals from him for what they're paying him. And, of course, Vladimir Tarasenko. Guys, who else thinks Vladimir Tarasenko is going to have a 50-goal season besides me? I think there's a lot of people out there, especially since it's Braden Shin signing, that expect him to be well. Uh, defense, we can count on um, Joel Edmondson. This guy's only going to get better. I was so impressed with him last year and how much he grew from the year before taking charge, especially eventually after Shattenkirk left. Edmondson really took his spot and played, played well. Carl Gunnarsson, you know, I, I, he played pretty good too last year. Uh, Bortuzzo, solid player, big guy, 6'4", 220, 225, somewhere in that range. The only guy that I don't expect to get better or, or, or to really add a lot than what he's already added is Jay Bowmeister. He's at a point in his career to where, you know, he's going to start showing uh, deficiencies like he did last year. I don't think he had a good year last year. You know, people on the team will say he played well, but man, there were so many times where he would lose a puck, give a puck up, not able to handle it and kick it to another uh, uh, team's player just did not look good at all. So I'm not expecting a ton from him. I am expecting a ton from Colton Pareko after that big deal. Uh, you know, this guy signed a big contract worth around $27 million. Big man at 6'6", around 230, 225. And we all know what Colton Pareko can do. He has got a heavy, heavy shot from that point. I mean, just a great shot. Not Al McGinnis type, but it's it's it, it's up there for a young guy, and he's only going to get better. Petrangelo, I think in the first part of the season, up and down, really didn't look good. I think towards the middle at end of the season when uh, Coach Mike took over, I think Petrangelo started looking a, a bit better. Uh, I, I think the Blues need some leadership from him, and I know they've, they've he's got some leadership qualities, but he really needs to grow into that leadership role as the captain. He really, really does. What role will Jordan Schmaltz play? Will he have a decent role with the Blues this year? Uh, how much will he play? You know, that, that that's a that's a big question. And then uh, getting into the goalies, you know, we all know who they're going to be. Jake Allen and Carter Hutton. 
But uh, who's going to come up after Carter Hutton? Because his contract is up this year. I think you're going to see uh, Villahuso come in, 6'3", 200-pound goaltender. Good-sized guy. I think he's going to be the guy to come in in the 2018-2019 season and be the backup for Jake Allen. I think that's going to be a great, great position to be in. Jake will play most of the games and um, just really a good goaltender who's grown each year. If you've seen him at the first year of the prospect camp, look good, but you could tell that uh, sometimes his uh, his positioning was off and his angle was off when it comes to, to stopping pucks. But he has honed that and uh, worked with the goalie coaches. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's going to be eventually a number one goalie. So what do the Blues do in a couple of years when Jake Allen's contract's up? Uh, you know, do they do what they've done in the past with good backup goaltenders, young ones, and trade them, such as Ben Bishop? Or will they keep him and uh, have a one-two punch like they had with Jake Allen and Brian Elliott? You guys, I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, you can't have two real good goalies. There's, you know, it causes strife and one wants more playing time. Hey, I was a goaltender, and you know, through my 20s and 30s and uh, played some organized hockey. But I'll tell you what, you want two goaltenders. You want two guys in there telling the coach, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. You don't want a backup that doesn't want to play. So I think it would be advantageous for the Blues uh, to keep two good goaltenders in Jake Allen and eventually Ville Huso. Um, you know, whether that's going to cause Jake some hard feelings, I don't know. But you got to do what's best for the team. Right now, Jake Allen is the number one goalie, and he is for several years to come. But what about four or five years down the road? What's going to happen? We don't know. But I think the Blues are pretty set in, in goaltending. I mean, they've got a lot, a lot of decent prospects. But let's get back to this year. we got Carter Hutton and Jake Allen. Carter Hutton is a serviceable backup, uh, played much better uh, after uh, Mike Yao came in and uh, got Martin Brodeur to come down and talk to him, and Jake Allen played better. The, the, you need a good goalie coach, and after Brodeur got them set up, the Blues went out and got one. So I'm feeling very comfortable with the goaltenders. I think Jake Allen would be more consistent through the whole season. But uh, as the rest of you are, I'm excited for camp. I'm going to try to get out there. Uh, a couple days and, uh, you know, probably a couple hours a day to see what's going on. I'll have to see uh, what my schedule looks like, but hopefully I can. And I'll report back to you guys uh, on what the status of some of these young guys are and how some of these, uh, v- some of these veterans are doing. Um, I encourage everybody to get out to the mills. I know we don't call it that anymore, but everybody to get out there and to see practice and to see this camp. It, it It's fun to watch. I, I know that sometimes people will say that, well, it's a little boring. You know, there's not much going on. Hey, it's it's fun to see how the coaches interact with the players, how they're training some of these young players, how the veterans kind of mix with these young guys. It's just a lot of fun to go out there. And I encourage all the fans of the Drop Podcast to get out there. Uh, I'll be out there, and hopefully I'll see some of you. And at the end of the podcast, uh, you know, shoot me an email. I'll meet up with you guys, and we'll discuss Blues hockey. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, for this episode of The Drop, that is all we have. We're looking forward to the uh, uh, camp coming up and the preseason and, of course, the regular season. Yes, it's time, and we just can't wait. I am itching to get to the regular season and see what this team can do after all these changes and after what Coach Mike did after coming in when they got rid of Ken Hitchcock. 
Things are looking positive. Like I said earlier, I don't know if it's going to account to a Stanley Cup, but I think we're going to have an exciting season from the Blues. Until next time, I hope to see everybody out there at uh, camp, and uh, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.